Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Hey! Roto Grinders presents your first word in daily fantasy sports. Let's go! The Morning Grind. Stevie, TPFL, and company are here to jumpstart your analysis on today's DFS slate. Let's go! Without further ado, here's your host, Stephen Young. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's June, it's the 2nd of June, it's 2017, it's a Friday. And we have 14 baseball games to talk about here on today's slate. As always, on Friday, my co-host is Siege. How are you doing, buddy? Uh, hanging in there. The title game was boring. It's the Golden State Warriors going to win the next five titles in a row. So it was really smart by working on NASCAR research and looking at the baseball slate instead of watching the basketball game. Yes, complete waste of time. For NASCAR research, Did I say NASCAR basketball. You anyway, said NASCAR. Anyway, um, it's Friday, so we got a play draft here at the end of the, the the show. If you guys not checked out our sponsor, PlayDraft.com, make sure you head on over there, check them out. It's PlayDraft.com backslash Grinders for a hundred percent deposit bonus up to six hundred bucks. We do these drafts every Monday and Friday, and I've won six in a row off of you. Um, you got some work to do. Uh, I got maybe, a five-game lead now. So maybe I can get a first pick, overall pick, and get the stud pitcher on the board. Oh wait, there's four stud pitchers on the board. It wouldn't matter this today. <laughs> you keep getting the stud first, the stud pitcher every damn slate. Like, of course you're gonna win. You're you're qual you're a quality opponent. You're not just gonna give me free free guineas. Yeah, well. First pick helps sometimes, but yeah, there was one day that I beat you. I didn't even need my pitchers. I saw that was one bad day. Like that happens. Everyone's got a bad day. But like the other day, you just completely like you had like I don't know who it was. It was some obvious pitcher, and it was just like, come on. Oh, it was, it was Sale. No, it was Scherzer. I think. No, it was Sale. Or Strasburg. I don't remember who it was, but no, it was it was Sale. Yeah, whatever. I. I hate I hate this stupid thing. Just I think I, uh, to be fair, like we both were we were both were terrible. I beat you by a point. Oh, like, that's right, because you got the freaking beat. I I because Shark got freaking shelled. Couldn't get me like five points. Well, Quintana got shelled too, and then like Robbie Ray just dominated, and yeah. <sighs> so my hitters scored some points, and your hitters just you know variance. You all know? of them, all of them, all of them were terrible. They're like all great plays. It was like Cabrera versus that junk lefty, and I remember that day now. Yeah, so there's some tournaments on PlayDraft. There's a $20 bracket tournament and a $5 bracket tournament. Make sure you guys are checking that out. Let's get into this slate. It's a big slate, so a lot to talk about here. Um, 14 games. You already mentioned there's a bunch of pitching. I think it's going to be interesting uh, when it comes to hitters on this slate and offenses to stack and stuff. So let's break it down. We're going to start with San Francisco at Philadelphia. Tyson Blatch against Jared Eikhoff, uh, 8.5 total here. Kind of a pick em game. Vegas not really liking a lot here. And neither do I. Yeah, it's hard to like Blatch. Very low strikeout rate with all these big pitchers on the slate. It's just not Eikhoff has just been so bad at this point, too. I need to just see it at this point. Like, you got to prove it to me before I roster you again. Yeah, it's like eight eight or more hits in, what, five of his last six starts? Like, that's not good. Um, let me yeah. see it really quick. I'm just kind of curious. It's not even – like, he's getting bad up a little, but it's just been bad pitching. Yeah, but it's still only 326. Like, his contact rate's 82%. That's just not what you want to see. More yeah. fly balls this year. Like, it's just – the numbers do not look good for Eikhoff. For sure. Um, so, I'm with you. I think I'll wait and see. I know the Giants have been terrible. Um, let other people fall into that trap, I think, is how I'm going to approach it. Um, is there any Giants bats that you want here? Any Giants bats you want? No. Like maybe a Brandon Crawford one-off, but oh, I like that call. I always forget about him. For some reason he's thirty-one hundred too. I'm gonna write yeah. that down. I don't want to forget about that. Span bats leadoff. He's thirty-three hundred. Uh, two really good salary relief plays there, in my opinion. Yeah, and then 
Oh, Brandon Belt. Um, what about Philadelphia? Is there anything that you like here against Tyson Blatch? No, I, Philly's just been dreadful for weeks now. I I can't do it. Like beyond awful. Like this is an eight and a half total, and like these offenses have been terrible. The total probably should be higher than that, but they this these offenses just been terrible. Can I, I interest? You, can I interest you in a Michael Saunders one off? No. Not even Saunders here against the Not on a 15-game slate. There's going to be just better one-offs. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think I think 14-game slate, by the way. 14. Wrigley, day game. Yeah, I know. Okay, I think you said 15. Or maybe I, I said 15. Who, but knows? Who knows? It's 14 games. God. My brain is still in comatose mode from watching that finals. It's just like trying to ramp it back up and like actually having to think or something. It's just like, oh, Kevin Durant dunk, Kevin Durant three, Kevin Durant Leia, Seth Curry three, LeBron turnover, and repeat. Um, I I love Cameron Rupp against lefties, but you want to no, talk about bad. Let's move Lucy, on. let me finish. If you want to talk about bad, he's two for his last 31. I don't even think I can do that. I worked on it. Got it. Let's move on. Boston at Baltimore, Rick Porcello against Alec Asher. Porcello, 135 favorite here, nine and a half total. Um, don't think you're playing either one of these pitchers, right? Nope. Yeah, this we were, we were chatting a little bit before the pod, and I was like, I don't think you're going to like my top offensive stack, but, dude, I love Baltimore in this spot. Like, so much Baltimore exposure on the slate. Like, they're my top offense on the slate. I don't hate it. I don't hate it, hate it. It's just like Porcello. It's in the lineup, doesn't it? Well, I'm just I'm targeting Jones, Machado, Trumbo, Davis. Like that's Adam Jones at this price is just. Yeah, but he keeps hitting home runs. Like, but he, I don't want to like... look at his price. I'm kind of scared now that you said that. It's like 4K. It's just like it's not terrible. It could be worse. Like Trumbo's 4K, Davis is 4K, Machado's 39. Like Jonathan Scope's 37. Like. There's some upside in this lineup for sure. No, I don't hate this. I like the Red Sox here a lot as well. I think that people are just going to kind of hop off of them. You know, let they let us down against Mike Pel- or Pelfrey. They let us down against Miley. It's a 15-game slate, and I think it's a good spot to stay on board. I'm with you on Baltimore. Is the wind blowing out? Like, do we have, like, some sneaky good weather? No, the wind's no. blowing in. Marcel has a 42.5% hard contact rate this season, and I was looking at his pitch FX and stuff, and, like, Trying to dig into it, why? And just like he cannot throw his two seam fastball by anybody right now, and he's just, and he's just throwing it like he's throwing it at like forty something percent is what I was reading. So, like when you're throwing a pitch at forty percent and people are hitting three seventy against it, like you need to stop throwing that pitch. I just my problem is the wind blowing in in Camden is kind of like a deal. But how much is it blowing in? I guess eleven. Yeah. Like it's decent enough. Like the whole reason that you like that park is that short left hand porch. If it's not short anymore, I think it's still a solid spot. I don't think I'm as high. Like if the wind had been blowing out at eleven, I would have been like, all right, let's do this. Yeah, and I, I like the Boston side too. I know you mentioned the Boston side. Alec Asher, nothing special. Um, we look at his stats: thirty three percent hard contact rate this season. Strikeout rate is around seventeen uh, percent. Fly ball pitcher against Boston. I agree with you. I think people are going to jump off the Red Sox after kind of just failing yesterday against Wade Miley, and I feel like this is a good spot to just jump right back on this entire game. Yeah, and like if the long man's Tyler Wilson, it can't even Ubaldo is starting Saturday. So like it, it if it goes badly for Asher, it's going to be and Tyler Wilson can get blown up. Like this could be one of those big, big crooked numbers that like ever just blows everyone out of the water type deals today. Um. Oh, by the way, uh, just pulled it up. Trumbo. Chris Davis, Adam Jones, uh, Machado, Caleb Joseph, Seth Smith, JJ Hardy. That's all old BVP. That's all when it was in Detroit. If you pull up, oh, if you go, if you pull up, if you pull up 2016, 2017, it's uh, nowhere near as good. I got excited. Um, Actually, Trumbo is real. The rest all dies off. Uh, so Trumbo, even better. That's good. Trumbo, five for thirteen in the last three years with two doubles and three home runs. Uh, that sucks. Uh, don't play that's, Trumbo. That's, that's definitely a solid one-off spot. <laughs> yeah, right. like, you know who randomly has good BVP in this spot as well? Probably JJ Hardy. No, uh, Haley Ramirez, two for four with uh, two home runs in the last uh, two years against Alex Asher. So he luckily randomly hit two home runs in a game off a guy. <laughs> wow, hating on Hanley. 
The hate is real. I would I would love for Boston to deal Sandoval and Hanley together just to get something back. <sighs> Hanley's fine. Kind of like him today in this spot. Overpriced. No one's going to roster him. Got good BVP. Don't hate the Hanley play. All right. Um, I just think I'd play Mitch Moreland first, but I get it. So will everybody else in there. So yeah, will and everybody else. And, like, if they bring out a lefty reliever, he's got pinch hit risk. You know, I noticed that they've been letting those guys kind of play out the game. They hadn't been, though. Did they, like, just randomly start? Because Sam Travis was getting pinch hit for every time. Yeah, he faced a righty in today's game. I don't know if it was because he was two for two or whatever, but he faced a righty today. I mean, I mean, he's three for four. That's the first time that happened, probably just because he's been, like, obliterating the, the baseball last two week, like, week and a half. They're three for four with two. Whatever. He's going to be 10% owned, but the people that know about him already know about him, and the people who don't know who he is are going to just keep being in the dust until someone's determined with him. Yeah, our Morning Grind listeners know who Sam Travis is at this point. New York at Toronto, Michael Pineda against Francisco Lariano. Nine total here. Pineda only a 120 favorite. Um, what's your thoughts here on Pineda? Boy, they're daring you on DraftKings with that price, aren't they? He's cheap. They're daring you. 8600 Like, he's priced 600 less or more than Michael Fulmer. Boy, are they daring you, huh? Daring you. DK um, algorithm knows all. Yeah, I don't know if I can. There's just such a really good value play on DraftKings. I think I'm going to find my way to find my way up to Strasburg today. Um, which are words I rarely ever say, but. I love the spot for Straws. I agree with you. Like, we can always talk about Kershaw. Um, I'm not playing Kershaw. I'm just – I refuse to play Clayton Kershaw. <laughs> it's just, he's not right. He's we'll not right. We'll talk about it when we get there. Didn't he just – he's coming off of, like, almost a complete game, isn't he? No, he got shelled in his last start. Oh, the Cubs. Shelled. All right. Well, we'll talk about it. Um my issue with Pineda is, like, we, we saw at the beginning of the season, we saw, like, a ton of strikeouts, right? Like, his strikeout and swing and strike rate was just insane. And you look at the last few games, and he, you know, was facing Kansas City, who striking out more this year than years past. And, like, he just hasn't had that big strikeout game. He hasn't really had that double digit. I get your point, but where's the, where's the matchup where he should have, like, Oakland? Baltimore, Chicago Cubs strike out a bunch. I mean, he did strike out six and six in that game against the Cubs. And he struck out eight and five and a third against Baltimore. Oakland? I guess my issue with Pineda is, like, the first sign of trouble, they're just going to go to that bullpen on him every time. My like, what's the Pineda. ceiling? Pineda. Oh, God. And, like, he always carries high ownership. What's his ownership going to be at 8,600? Yeah, that's a fair question. I mean, that really depends on what the stacks are priced. Like, I guess I'll let me just pull up like, the chalk stack. That's that's priced up, and the Red Sox, I assume, are priced up. And uh, we go look at the third stack real quick that I like today. They're priced up. Yeah, it's going to be massive. <laughs> yeah, I just I just see a really high ownership. Like, you know, I don't like I don't love Darvish, but if you play those two together, it frees up a lot salary wise. You know, like I, I just. I just I hate playing Michael Pineda. Like every time I play this guy, he sucks. Every time I say that he's gonna suck, he pitches well. So like I, I'm just not going there, but I I get it if you're gonna play him. Like Toronto is God, CC Sabathia just dominated this team. It just That was such a predictable everyone hops on the Toronto and they pull a little Toronto moment. <laughs> it is very predictable when they do stuff like that. It's just they, like they, they do it like two or three times. Like when they were good, they would do it at least two or three times a month where they get this massive ownership and they just completely no show. Like it's oh, like random bad pitchers too, like just random awful. It's so ones. tilting. <laughs> like I'm just sitting over here stewing, um, thinking, just remembering about it. all the times like when they just completely no, like they no showed last year against some guy who literally had an eight ERA in AAA. And they got like seven innings of shutout ball, and I was like, "You have to be kidding me!" Cole Calhoun just screwed up my hot take of the day. Oh yeah, yeah, his ex woba has been insane. He was actually on a list of guys I wanted to mention too. Um, he just hit a home run off of Maja or whatever the guy's name is. I said that guy was going to throw six uh, innings, no earned runs, and strike out five, and um, he had the five strikeouts in the sixth inning, but gave up a run. Yeah, no, the Calhoun Calhoun uh, ex woba. He's been due for some positive regression. 
Um, any interest here in Francisco Loriano coming off the DL? You mean what's my interest in the Yankee stack? Yeah, what's your interest in the Yankee stack? High. Estrada got roughed up. They use a lot of the bullpen, and we know Liriano's wild as hell. Get a lot of walks, get a lot of runs, get some home runs, get to the bullpen. I think they're going to be very popular, but Four and rel- relatively popular, like 15 20%. Yeah, Liriano threw um, 72 pitches in his outing in rehab. So, uh, yeah, I like the Or did he get shelled? Um, I didn't look at that. Let's see. He gave <laughs> I didn't. Um, so he gave up two earned runs on three hits, two walks while striking out seven, but it was triple-A Buffalo. Man, it's still not bad for a rehab start. It's not like gave up six and six runs in three innings or anything like that. Those are my favorite and like completely just stack every way you can against that pitcher. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's kind of what I was hoping for. I don't I, – this kind of just depends on what – I think they'll be really popular. I don't mind this spot for them. Um Kind of just have to see kind of how outrageous it gets. Um, if you're looking at the Yankees, do not forget to play Aaron Hicks. Like he, he career-wise, he's really good against lefties, and this guy is El Fuego right now. You've got to have Aaron Hicks. Yeah, and he's priced up. No one's going to play him. Nobody's going to play him at 4K. I, nope. I noticed that too. Oh, I'm with you. It's just like hits in five straight now. He had what? He's <laughs> Please just don't move him up to second. I could just see the Yankees moving up to second, and I'll literally cry. They've been hitting Sanchez second. Like, I, That's I fine. Could... Just keep doing that. Please just don't move Hicks. I Didi don't want hits lefties. Any, I don't want any attract, attraction on that. Didi hits lefties well, too. Um, the Castro Judge, Didi Hicks thing. I'm staring at it right now, and I'm just saying, please don't mess up this projected lineup order. I want to roster Ooh. it. Ooh, I like that. Everybody has stacked the top. Like you get the bottom, it's lower owned, and it's got just as much upside. And you knock out shortstop and second base in it. Yeah, yeah. I kind of like that. It's fun times. Yeah. Don't tell too many people about that. Um. Yeah, I like the Yankees as well. Blue Jays, like you play them as a stack, and that's it, right? Yeah. It's. I'm not. I'm not really going there. I understand if you want to. There's just too many kind of spots I kind of want to attack. You know, not playing. T- I have a soccer match tomorrow, so it's not like a spot I'm going to go crazy on. But yeah, yeah, like the one offs I would want to play is Morales and Smoke because of Pineda just giving up that home run. Maybe Baptista, but yeah, I'm not going there. Let's move on. Atlanta at Cincinnati. Michael Fulton Evich against Bronson Arroyo. Ten total pick'em game in Great American Small Park. I'm guessing you don't like the pitchers here. That would be a very wise decision, Stevie. <laughs> um, yeah, this would be the spot that like Fulton Evich just has that game right, like, and just pisses us off. But <laughs> I was just thinking that too. No, uh, like, this actually isn't a bad spot to fade Cincy if if they roll out all the righties. Well, they don't really have much else, right? Like Scooter on the bench. Scooter over Peraza would be just a dramatic increase. I, I dramatic, don't. Or even over Suarez, either one, like, I would dramatically change my opinion on the stack. I don't disagree. Um, God, this is the spot where Fulty just completely trolls us. Is he good at holding on runners at least? Or do I have to deal with the Billy one-off? I don't know. I have to look it up. Um, I can pull it up real quick. Well, while you pull it up, let's talk about Atlanta first. You know, We always start with the away team. We're getting Atlanta going into Cincinnati against Brunson Arroyo. Um, Brunson Arroyo, for some reason, is still in the majors. I don't understand why. 36.6% hard contact, 83% contact rate, 7% swinging strike rate. He is a ground ball pitcher. Or, no, he's a fly ball pitcher. My bad. I read that wrong. He's a fly ball pitcher. He's giving up um, 3.14 home run per nine in 51 innings this season. And this game's in Cincinnati. Um Matt Adams, Matt Kemp, Marcakis, Inciarte. I never say this guy's name, but Brandon Phillips. Revenge. You got revenge. Yes, didn't even think of that. Oh, my God. I like Brandon Phillips today. End podcast. The world is coming to an end. We need to get done with this podcast. Um, Oh, my goodness. Technical difficulty. (laughs) (laughs) Let's delete that section. Sorry, guys. We have to restart there. Uh, What's your thoughts on the Braves game? Cut out. (laughs) We're moving on to the next game. Um, 
Michael Fulton Everett is really good at holding on runners, but it's obviously Billy Hamilton that's always a threat. But it's not like they're just gonna the whole team's gonna run it well. Yeah, this is gonna be a really popular stack, probably around 15-20% here as well. Um but the Braves, I think it kind of single digits are kind of the side I want, I think. Some I think the Braves is what I want too. I think if I'm stacking a team in this game, it's gonna be Atlanta. It's just sneaky. Like you get like guys like Tyler Flowers and you know, like in Ciarte in a smaller ballpark is a spot I want to attack. And even Marquecas in a smaller ballpark too. Matt Kemp too is in Fuego. Talk about like hot, hot, hot players, and now he's in this ballpark. Yeah, and like Matt Adams is dealing with soreness in his knee, so if he's out of the lineup, nobody will even will even look at Atlanta. So like, Marquecas is thirty five hundred. Oh man, I love Matt Adams to be out and get myself Rio Rio Ruiz. Is he still in the majors? Did they demote him? Um, let's see. God, he's 2,800. I hope he's – he's yeah, I think he's still in there. All right, good. Yeah, I wouldn't mind using him, at that lefty in that ballpark. They've been playing very Santana but, some, but yeah. He's not very good. Um, but, hey, you know, you're trying to fit some expensive pitchers. Uh, he can kind of get into one in that ballpark. Yeah, you're getting a really good salary relief from the Braves. Like, you know, I don't mind even playing like two or three of these guys with a top pitcher. Like, oh, hey, I actually have a report. Uh, Garcia to be activated from DL on Friday. A 31-year-old won't be returning to a starting job as the Braves plan on using Garcia as the short side of a platoon at third base with rookie Rio Ruiz. So looking good for Rio Ruiz to be in that starting lineup. The only problem is it's a righty. Right. Oh, yeah, so we'll, never mind. Yeah, I'm an idiot. This, Ruiz is on the good side of the platoon, yeah. I'm an idiot. Um, all right, so Cincinnati, let's talk about this for a second. Like. They're going to be popular. Fulton Evich has been awful this season. Um, I know because I keep playing this guy. Like I feel like this is a spot he's going to troll me. But yeah, the troll feel the troll rate feels so high here. It does. Like I'm just sitting here. Like I'm already stewing because like I know I'm going to have exposure to the Reds and like. Can you please just like sit Shebler and play play Kivlin for no reason so I can just walk away. I know they're going to play Scooter, and then I'm just going to be so interested. Please play Shebler. <laughs> like, that's the guy I really want in this spot. But if you, if you don't play Shebler, you might be able to st- avoid the trap. God, I even don't hate Votto here, and I hate that guy. God, what's up with you? Like, like all the guys you hate, you suddenly love in this game today. Just, just, I told you when we started that it was a that weird dude. day. I, I told wasn't, you. Wasn't it around this time, too, where Brandon Phillips got really hot that over that weekend series, and you just lost your mind? Now I'm going to go pull this up because I know it's super random. It was was somewhere right around June, July where he was like hit like five home runs in a weekend and you literally were just about to lose your mind. (sighs) Whatever. If it happens this weekend, don't care. I don't play on the weekends this year. Um, But you're going to play that. You want him today. I do want him today. I do. So if he, if he, you know, he's either going to piss me off or, you know, whatever. That's what it was. It was May where he hit uh, five home runs in a (laughs) four-game Me and Big D exchanged uh, a lot of words there. Yeah, you got your butt kicked. Sorry. Oh, buddy. I took the L. I took the L. Um, yeah. Oh. You know, he sucked for the rest of the year. So, like, I was technically right. And people played him for, like, a week and a half after all those home runs. And, like, he I made all my money. six home runs the entire rest of the season. Yeah. So, like, I, I, I made plenty of money back from people playing Phillips. But, anyway, Arizona at Miami, Patrick Corbin against Jose Arena. Um, what do we think about this spot for Patrick Corbin? I like Miami, so I don't like it one bit. God, uh, you know, you want to pick on Miami with lefties, but, like, I don't think Patrick Corbin's necessarily the lefty you want to pick on them with. Why do you want to pick on them with lefties? I've been picking on them with lefties all year. Like, Why? They're finally them. healthy, though. Why would you do it now? That's like, what I'm saying, though. Like, I just don't think this is the spot. Ever since they moved Stanley to the second spot in that lineup, they have just been clicking. It's just been clicking. It's been working. Like, Justin Bohr is a top 35 player in baseball. Sorry, I couldn't help it. Um, if you want to know more, check Twitter. Check, just type in top 35 Bohr. Um, Stevie's just try, uh, muting himself just because laughing. Like, I mean, I have the stats. I can read them out. Like, he's been top 35 in, like, every advanced stat over, since the start of 2016 you could ever possibly want. Um, if it wasn't a 14-game slate. <laughs> I still like them though. Like stack them up with the part of that Miami stack. Like I, I love the Miami stack. I really do. So I have no interest in Corbin. Uh, you know who's in play probably is Jose Urena. 
um, I can't believe I'm saying this. Like, this is a guy last year we was like would would stack at will against. And you know, I, even the first start or two this year, I kind of did the same thing. I kind of went back. I was like, oh hey, I get to stack against this guy, and he's he's improved uh, this year. Uh, you know, and uh, this Miami line or this Arizona lineup can get weak in a hurry. Um, he, he's been deaf to lefties, which was his problem last year. He got absolutely shelled this year. He's been deaf to him. This year he's been getting super unlucky. Small sample size against right-handed bats is where one of the problem is. They're hitting a three fifteen BABIP against them. Um, so what's the lefty BABIP? Because his overall BABIP is two forty six. Like he's, it's, it's, he's running good against lefties, running bad against righties. Like I don't, you know what? These numbers are just awful. Like I, I was gonna say because his Sierra is two runs higher than his ERA. It's like five sixteen. Just the God. walks are insanely high. The strikeouts are low. Like, don't do this, right? No, this is a bad spot. There's just better, there's better cheaper options. Is it all just because of one bad start? Like, where did he, did he get just shelled somewhere? Two forty six Babbitt in forty three innings. Got shelled in Oakland, which is such a random spot to get. Like, I shelled. think I'd rather take like a flyer on like Clay, Clayton Richard. There's almost the same price. Yeah, six there's six innings against the Mets. Six innings, two earned against Atlanta. Six innings, one or, or five and two thirds, one earned against Houston. I guess he's just had some really generous matchups. Uh, I just yeah. yeah. All right, the fine. Stats, yeah, the advanced stats do definitely don't like him that much. Yeah. All right. Never mind. Can we delete that part of the podcast? Nope. Um, Please. Nope. <laughs> um, Arizona bats. What are you looking at here? Nothing. I'm not going to attack them. Like, go ahead. You can roster Peralta and Lamb if you want. I'm just not doing it. Like, I'm not paying the 5200 price tag for that Miami Park. Like, no. Jake Lamb is how much? 5200 There's contrarian and there's paying 5200 in that ballpark. Like, yeah. Like, wow. Is Peralta really high, too? No, he is... 38, that's much more reasonable. He'll play Peralta as one. But Herman at 33, he cracks the lineup. Uh, Miami, you know, you said stack him up. I just want to make a point. Like, you're not stacking up, like, Dietrich and Riddle here. Like, you're, you're playing the top half of this lineup, right? I don't hate Riddle. The lefty-lefty matchup? Yeah, but what, what Arizona's bullpen – I guess Arizona's bullpen is lefties, but they're not good lefties, like – Am I scared of Jorge De La Rosa? I'm probably stacking the top, but if I'm stacking Miami that much, the top I would throw a bottom in there too. Fair enough. Chicago at Detroit. Derek Holland against Michael Fulmer. Obviously, any lefty can go out and dominate Detroit, says the rookie from Kansas City. Um, you want to talk about tilting? Um, yes. Anyway, uh, I'm guessing we're not playing Derek Holland here. No. The Detroit X Woba Woba gap is going to end at some point. Have you looked at this? It's if insane. Pull, they're literally twice their their ex woba minus woba, which is basically their expected woba versus their actual woba, is the gap is twice as high as the second highest. They're like, like they're literally like, like like a, a normal team woba is like one point on barrels is like one point one, like they're at like point five. It's like they're gonna they keep it in lineouts right to people and like they play in Detroit. Like it's just it, the park's gonna warm up and those balls are gonna leave the yard. At some point. Yeah. Nick Castellanos is not going to keep hitting 100. He's been the most unlucky hitter in the major leagues. Literally he's the most unlucky. Over the last 10 days. 100. 100. He's, been, he's, he's literally the, he's hitting the ball everywhere, just right at people. Yeah. So um, what's your thoughts here on Fulmer? I kind of like the spot for him. <sighs> I don't know. I'm well, not the White Sox kind of warmed up there for a little while, but we look at it and, like, they've slowed down again. They're 29th in Wobo against righties this season. They're striking out 23% of the time. They're much but, better against lefties. Where's Fulmer going to get you the strikeouts? Like, it's Fulmer. Like, he's not going to strike out, like, seven or eight. He, he has a 20% strikeout rate, 9.6% swing and strike rate. The thing that's impressive about Michael Fulmer is his 23% hard contact rate. Like, he's not going to get shelled. It's just he's faced the White Sox twice this year, and he hasn't struck him out at all. I just – I'm not doing it. 
Like he's faced all these teams, he should be striking out, and he just isn't like going through. Like he's not just striking him out. Like all the strikeouts have come from two matchups against Minnesota. Like we had nine against Oakland, but the real, the funny one is like seven strikeouts against LA. You want to talk that about was an awful Angels lineup? You remember that day? The lineup was so bad. Is that what it was? Yeah, dreadful lineup. I think it was like a day game or something. It was like a Thursday getaway day, and the lineup was just awful. I don't hate Fulmer here. I get it though. Like I, I definitely would not play Fulmer here. I'm I'm completely on the other side of this one. Like I would even play my boy Josh Tomlin first. Um, White Sox bats. Anything that you like here? No. Uh, Detroit. I don't know. Do they have a Magic Eight Ball? Are they? Is there? Are they going to start regressing positive today? <laughs> Doubtful. All right. Fine. Um, JD Martinez, Justin Upton, John Hicks, little five, six, seven man, three man stack. Love that. Especially if Hicks Hicks should start here. They're not gonna catch Avilia. They might start Avilia. I'm I'm just not I'm not touching Detroit here. Too many options. Like if Detroit trolls me, Detroit trolls me. Whatever, it's a Friday, I'll be drinking. <laughs> Good reasoning there. Um moving on. Pittsburgh at New York. Garrett Cole against Matt Harvey, eight total pick'em game. Any interest here in Cole? Zero. Any interest in Harvey? Zero. Hadn't he pitched a little decent over his last couple games? Sure. He pitched, just, he, pitched, he pitched okay against his team on Sunday Night Baseball, but it was still it felt very like he gave up eight hits and walks in six innings. He kind of skirted some damage. I like I rostered him on a late slate. I certainly wouldn't feel great about going back to it. Yeah, I had a 260 Babbitt. It was against Pittsburgh this weekend. It was in Pittsburgh. That was his last star. His XFIP was almost five in that game, and his ERA was 1.5. You want to talk about? He ran good. Yeah, I, I rostered him. I remember, like, I needed him to pitch well, and I felt like I was like pulling a matrix. You wanna, you wanna, you wanna get a little laugh here? Um, he had a hundred percent left on base rate. Told you, I felt <laughs> like I was dodging bullets like the matrix. Oh man, his you look at his advanced stats this season, they've been terrible. Um I, I don't I'm not gonna go out of my way to play any of these guys. Like I was playing Adam Frazier when he was cheap, but I know his price has come up and it's can't play him right now. Oh man. Forty two hundred. You can't play Adam Frazier at that, right? No. Yeah. I I think the Mets stacks in play. I don't. So sell me. Garrett Cole's bad against lefties. He is 37.7% hard contact, 360 Woba. Dating Super back to low. Yeah. And we got burned by everyone. I'll let you have it. Um, I don't think I can go there. Didn't he just get torched by this team? I don't know. Did he? Uh, he uh, Five innings, 10 hits, four runs, three home runs. Who hit the homers? That's what I want to know. I bet you it was um, – check the PVP, yeah. I bet you it was Granderson. He always home runs against guys that throw hard. Let's see. This Grand- well, Granderson doesn't have a home run in the BVP. So I'm going to bet it was Travis Thayer, no, Lucas Duda, and Jay Bruce. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> okay. Um, Duda yeah. and Bruce are real. Yeah. No, I don't hate those. I, I just – you're paying premiums for these guys, and we talked about those other games. I just like those other games so much more. It's just one percent, right? One percent bad bullpen power stack. I don't hate this spot. I really don't. No, right, fair enough. Houston at Texas, Dallas Keuchel against you, Darvish, seven and a half total. Um, Keuchel, a little bit of a favorite here in Texas. Um, what's your interest here in Keuchel? Zero. No interest in Keuchel. That's interesting. Keuchel on the road. <sighs> it's still in Texas. It's Ke- yeah okay good I'm good yeah I'm taking Keiko out of an air con- air climate controlled building he likes the mound to a very hot place to pitch yes that's definitely a boost up Stevie oh I, I just I had to make myself laugh like you look at the Rangers they've been really bad against lefties this season I don't think this is the worst spot in the world for Keiko I like, just can't pay I just can't pay the price um what is he ten nine. But if you're wanting to be different, like if you know you want to be different from Kershaw and Strasburg, like that's where you're playing them. Honestly, if I'm going to be different, I'm just going to play two mid-tier guys. Like there's a lo- like there's a lock and load we haven't talked about. 
Like there's a lock, lock, lock. Okay, well, we'll get about. we'll get there. The Rangers, um, 24th in Woba against lefties this season, 25.4% strikeout rate. There's some upside here. Um, any interest in Darvish? No, I don't. I don't roster Darvish. Houston leads the league in Woba against Ryan pitching this season. Um, they also have top three, or they're top three in not striking out, and they're fourth in ISO. Um, I'll pass. Yeah, I don't. I'm not playing you, Darvish. They've actually been careful with his pitch count lately too. Yeah, like after they abused him those three starts, now they've been like really babying him a little bit. Yeah, just on paper, like this is a terrible spot for him. On paper. Yeah, the price is nice. I'll say that. Um, bats in this game? No. No. L.A. at Milwaukee. Clayton Kershaw, Jimmy Nelson, Clayton Kershaw, two twenty favorite here. Um, you said you're not going to play him, right? No, I'm not playing Clayton Kershaw. He's just not right. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I know he's had some good starts against. Like, he's had some good matchups and he's destroyed them, no question. Like a lefty against the Cardinals and a lefty against San Francisco. Like, yes, he, he crushed and lefty against Colorado. Like, yes, he did okay in those matchups, but like he didn't even crush them. I just at thirteen thousand, I you know like I want. Are you going to strike out ten, and are you going to give up two earned runs or less? And if I can't say definitively yes to those questions, I'm not rostering you when you're chalky. You know, the last time you made this argument, you struck out ten, right? Uh, yeah. I'm just saying, but that was a better spot. That was against the Cardinals, right? Like I wasn't as opposed to him on that day. CJ, you hated him that day. Against the Cardinals, I didn't hate him. Hate yes, him. you did. You said there's no way I'm playing Kurt, Clayton Kershaw today. Like you made. I, it. I, I said I'm sure I said that, but it wasn't like the, there's a difference between saying I'm not going to play him and the spot being terrible. Like there were just other options that day, but it doesn't mean the spot was terrible. Like I fully knew what I was walking into. It's a lefty against the Cardinals, Stevie. I've rostered guys that like aren't even in the majors anymore against the, the Cardinals. I know the risk. It was just like, I don't want to play. It's like, I don't, I won't play him, but I understand he is fine situation. I, I'm just not paying 13K. Like, I'm just not paying 13K. He struck out 10 in two of 10, his last 10 starts. He's not acting like a 10K pitcher, right? A 13K pitcher right now. He's just not. Fair enough. Um, the flip side of that argument, Brewers are striking out 25% of time against left-handed pitching this season. They are in the top 10 in a lot of offensive stats, including power. And Woba, so there is some risk taking Clayton Kershaw here. Um, any interest in Jimmy Nelson? <laughs> God, I hope you say no. No. No, I I mean, he's been pitching great. He's been really thinking, good against lefties this season. Uh, he's been, I just I – that keep, keeps torturing me. Like, he, he just keeps torturing me. He has a 260 BABIP against lefties this season too. Just keeps torturing me. But no, I'm not rostering. I'm not rostering, and I'm, I don't know. The question is, am I playing the Dodgers against them in this ballpark? That's the question. And that's they've just been so cold. I don't know if I can, but it's it, it's a day ending in Y, and it's the Dodgers. Um, I'll have at least one Dodgers stack. Yeah, I know you will. And it's just like, and it's a major park upgrade too for the Dodgers, like. I might play this weekend just because I'm getting the Dodgers in Milwaukee all weekend. Yeah, I don't hate it. Like the understand. prices on these guys are way down. Outside of Bellinger, like Bellinger and Seager, and like I haven't played Corey Seager in months or weeks. Yeah, I tried it today. It went. It was just as bad as it always has been. He's won what two double digit games? One game over twenty in his last like fifteen games or something like yeah, that. It's gonna hurt. Like. When it's when he when this down when it, you start getting cold right as soon as you leave a game with an injury, hint hint, it's affecting you. And we have the ten day DL. Just like let, give him some time off. You're healthy now. Foresight's back. You know you you have a red hot grandpa on your team. Like you know Chase Utley, Logan Morrison, same trainer. Um, anybody from Milwaukee here? Uh, Logan Morrison, by the way, is is a product of the Ryan Schimpf era in terms of uh, swing velocity. Like you're just wrong on that one. Like, just stop bringing this up on a 15-game slate, and I'm going to fight you back on it. Listen, um, I've been playing Logan Morrison for, like, the last week and a half. Yeah, he's not hes not a steroid guy. hes It's, it's all about his swing angles now. Like, he's Listen, in the right I'm, mold. I'm really glad that he put in the time. He really did. Glad. Yep. 
He did. I know you're being. I know you're being. You're, you don't believe, but like the the, the data just proves is it's all about swing path, exit velocity, launch angles with him. It, it's it's a massive difference. Um, I understand the Dodger stack probably not going there. Um, and you don't stack against Clayton Kershaw. Cleveland at Kansas City. Josh Chomlin, Jason Vargas. Um, nine total. Pick 'em game. My boy, baby, getting the same matchup. My boy, Josh Tomlin, threw a gem in this spot last time. Probably should not strike anybody out. But it was a beautiful gem at 0.3% owned on last Sunday. Holy crap, he threw a complete game against them? Yeah, complete game. He gave up one, he gave up one monster, monster home run to Bonifacio. And then, like, that was it. <laughs> All right, so I'll, I'll help your argument. His Sierra's four, which is 1.79 runs lower than his ERA. His walk rate is 1.7%. Um, but like what you were saying, he's just not going to strike anybody out. 16% strikeout rate, you know, 7.4% swinging strike rate, almost an 85% contact rate. He isn't giving up a lot of home runs this season compared to 2015 and 2016, so I would expect some regression there. But I don't expect well, it. Giving up a fair number, one point two nine compared to one point eight six and one point seven eight. Like that's just that those first two are probably just outliers. Like one point two sounds about right. Two thousand fourteen, one point five six. Two thousand twelve, one point five seven. Like his career average is one point five. What's that's the just, outlier? One point five. Like that's just an insane number. To like, what? How many innings was he throwing in those years? Um, he has seven hundred forty three career innings and one point five. Hundred and seventy four innings last season, one point eight six. God, that just feels so unsustainable. What's uh, I mean it's, it's obviously a big sample size, but man, that feels ridiculously high, doesn't it? And I don't expect it to regress here, like against Kansas City. They don't have power outside of Mustakas. Bonifacio. I saw that all run. <laughs> you can classify it as power. It went like three quarters of the way up, like the left field bleachers in Cleveland. Like it was <laughs> obliterated. I'm sold on him. One hit. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's got power. Like you don't hit it there if you don't have power. No, I don't disagree. Like um, his raw power ratings are really high, and he's actually been pretty good against righties. He has a 280 ISO, 35 percent hard contact rate against righties this season. It is only 75 at bats, but it's showing you the right numbers. What you want to see. Yeah, I don't think I'm playing him on a full slate. If there's a nice like turbo slate, I can get some Tomlin on. That sounds like some fun. Yeah, like I've been picking on Kansas City all year, so I'm not going to tell you no. Oh man, it was, I just it was a, I, I I got my gem. I should walk away. You really should, um, but you're not going to, especially on like a turbo slate, like you said. Yeah, no, there's no way, especially on that turbo slate where like Clayton Kershaw has the chalk, and I can go get all the bats. Yeah, there's probably there's zero percent chance of that happening. Um, Jason Vargas, no. No. Yeah. Uh, well, I say no, but Kyle Cleveland's been so bad against left-handed pitching. I, I was about to pull it up, but they're just not striking out. Like, 18% K rate, but they are 17th in WOBA. So, like... Yeah, it's probably, I know. Not a lot of upside, but... Not, There's a lot of better options in this price channel. Why I'm at. I forgot, like, I somehow just forgot about my fair play on the slate. Yeah, no. Nine total players. Neither of these guys are play. I, I forgot. I keep forgetting. Like he's the guy I like priced up on Fanduel, and that's where I looked first. Like in my head, I keep thinking he's priced up, but he's not on DraftKings. So I just have to like keep telling myself like no. nine total. Nine total is so hilarious. Um, any Cleveland bats that you like here? It'd be a stack if you were going to play it. I, I don't see myself going that direction, but I certainly wouldn't use like a one off in this spot unless like you wanted to do E five one off against a lefty. You know, super low bad park. I wouldn't hate that idea, but that's kind of the only guy I think I'd consider in the one-off territory of the world. Yeah, I don't disagree there. Um, Kansas City, I don't mind Moustakis as a one-off. Like You talked about Bonificio, so I looked up the Royals, and like Mike Moustakis has a 14% strikeout rate with a 262 ISO. Like, I wouldn't mind playing Bonifacio as a, third, a cheap one-off, 3,500 on DraftKings. Like, the profile is kind of match. He's kind of a, a sweet, like a massive power guy against a fly ball pitcher, you know, doesn't have overpowering stuff. The matchup kind of fits what I kind of would want for him. His numbers are solid. He's hitting like all of his numbers against right and pitching are solid. I've been playing him only against lefties and I, I've been doing it wrong. 
Yeah, and it's, it's not like this guy, this guy was a former prospect that had, like, you know, like he had star power prospect and he just kind of lost it. But it doesn't mean, like, the talent was there, right? So maybe he just was a late bloomer. That happens. His WRC plus against righties is 148, only a 15% soft contact rate. <laughs> That's what I was saying. Against Josh Tomlin, it is kind of a matchup made in heaven if he makes contact. Yep. Um, writing that down. Like, I, I've only been playing him against uh, That's left. an arcade mode play right there because I bet you he's, like, underpriced in arcade mode. I'm sure he's underpriced arcade. in general. Yeah, let me. I'm going to pull up Arcano because now I'm going to just happen to be curious now that I thought about it. Because, like, he's probably like 5K in Arcade mode, which would just be a great price for him. Let's see. That yeah, he's up. 35K in normal slate. While you pull that up, we're going to start with Washington at Oakland. Steven Strasburg against Andrew Triggs. Seven and a half total here. And Strasburg is only a 132. Expect this line to move. Oh, he's not in the Arcade mode main slate. Hold on. I got to look at the other one. Sorry. <laughs> Um, while you do that, Steven Strasburg, you know, the go, it's just yeah. the ballpark reduces K's, right? The ballpark reduces K's. You can say that, um, you know, he really hasn't been striking out people like he had been in the years past, but you know, he's reduced his home runs. He's reduced, you know, he's getting more ground balls. He's reduced his hard contact. Like I'll take a couple less strikeouts if you're going to go deeper into games and not get hit very hard at all. This, the only way this goes south is Chris Davis' two-home run game at 1%. I think Chris Davis kind of needs an off day. He just needs a day off. Like, yeah, yeah, wouldn't that be nice to just give him an off day in this spot? Uh, Bonifacio is 5K, by the way, in our game. Got that question down. Booyah. Um, Triggs, any interest? Not against Oakland. Or, not, against Oakland. not against Washington. Um, no Bryce Harper. That's nice. I don't really no. see myself playing Washington. I, I don't I'm not gonna play Triggs here. But the reason that Strasburg's not a massive favorite is Triggs is just not getting shelled. Like he's a guy that reduces like hard contact, massive ground ball rate. And like you look at his numbers in the minors and everything, it just it continues to line up. Like he has some swinging strike stuff and like this is not ever going to really get shelled, I don't think. The problem is he doesn't have any upside, and there's guys in that like even like if you don't like him, right? Matt Harvey has upside for 400 more. No, as I'm saying, I'm not playing him, but I don't think I'm going to play any Washington bats. Is what I was trying to say. Like I, I think don't... Daniel Murphy one off is kind of the only thing I would consider. Yeah, but is he still like? Oh, he's, he's only 44. Yeah, yeah. I, I, could, I could get behind that. Yeah, two two v five. I think it's kind of a fair price for him. He should never be the fifth um, price second baseman ever. I kind of don't disagree with the ones above him either, though. Altuve against Darvish is 5,300. Yeah, but Darvish can't hold anybody on. Jose Ramirez. Against Jason Vargas? It's Jason Vargas. D. Gordon should never be priced more than Daniel Murphy. That's such a good spot for D. Gordon. Now, that's probably the overpriced guy. I'll, give, I'll grant you that. But okay, like, but realistically, Cano should probably be above him. So like, I don't think it's this. I don't think it's. I don't think it's completely overpriced there. Um, anybody from Oakland? No. All right, moving on. Minnesota at. I already said I kind of like a Chris Davis one-off, and you just ignore it. Minnesota at LA. Kyle Gibson against JC Ramirez. Eight and a half total. JC Ramirez minus one thirty-four. Any interest here in Kyle Gibson or JC Ramirez? You know, I have to. I forgot to do my Kyle Gibson research. Um, I let's see. You don't want to play Kyle Gibson against a left-handed heavy team. Angels have Calhoun, Valbuena. I think that's it, right? Calhoun, Valbuena, Eric Young Jr. They've improved their lineup, too. They just got Escobar back, which I know he's a righty, but they did just get him back. There's just no strikeouts. There's just no strikeouts in this Angels lineup. That's kind of the problem. Yeah, no, I'm definitely not playing GC, and I don't think I'm going to end up on Kyle. Take a, I know you haven't looked. Take a wild guess what Kyle Gibson's hard contact rate is this season. I'm guessing like thirty-three percent, forty percent. Yeah, is it all? It's all. Le- it's all lefties, I would imagine. Uh, now I gotta look. I, now I, I gotta I bet, look. I bet it's like forty-four percent to lefties. Holy it's crap! He has a four-nineteen wOBA to lefties and a four-fourteen wOBA to righties. Um, his hard oh. contact is forty-point-three percent to lefties and thirty-nine-point-seven to righties. That's actually not the split I thought that was. Oh, he's been awful this season. God, yeah, but he also got really unlucky in a couple starts. And he's yeah, his BAPIP is really high, but his XFIP is also really high. The K rate is really down. The walk rate is really, really high. 
Yeah, he's not very good. But he's he's better than this. Like, I'm gonna find a spot to use him in the next couple weeks, but this is it. Um, any Minnesota bats that you like here against JC Ramirez? I kinda like the stack. I really kinda like the stack. Like he's got some regression coming. And Max Kepler at thirty five hundred, Sano at forty seven, Dozier at forty six. Kinda sounds like a fun spot to try it with. Robbie Grossman at thirty six. I think I kinda wanna try it. You know how much I like JC Ramirez. Um I don't like the spot for him, even though he he's been pitching well. So the K rate's been way down. The K rate is way down, Swing which is so rate is way down. Weird. So weird. Like I, I remember like looking up his his stats a little while ago. And yeah, like, it was like it was like early, middle. Early, it was like May. He was crushing in May, and then like it, 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 before May, and then in May his K numbers in May two four two five three. No, I know, I know. I just looked at it. I'm just saying, like, I remember looking it up, like, when you were talking about, and it was like when he got two strikes on people, he had like a 48% strikeout rate, and it's just like insane. And now it's just, it's down a lot lower than that. It's so annoying. I hate when, like, that could be a product of just, you know, people starting to see him getting more tape on him, um, figuring out what he's doing with two strikes. You know, that's, that, that's all the product could be on that. Angels don't – or Minnesota, they don't strike out a ton. Um, what about the Angels? Anything that you like here? I know you said Calhoun and Balbuena, right? Yeah, I like them a fair amount. Um, Calhoun's the guy that's been due for some positive regression. Finally hit a home run. Kind of was annoyed by that. I kind of wanted to get – I didn't want any kind of any traction on him. He's way too cheap. Oh, my God. He's way too cheap. Is he still like 2,800? Lower. Jeez, oh, really? 2,600. He's been that way for like a week. Oh my god! Cole Calhoun weekend. Welcome aboard. Let's go. All right. Lock him up. Value this, play of the day. This game is in the eighth inning um, right now. If Pulhos doesn't hit his 600 home run today or Thursday, he's hitting on Friday. Just look at Gibson's hard contact rate, and like he's hitting the ball so hard. I know right Gibson now. is not this bad. Like, I, I, uh, listen, I don't disagree with you on that. Like, look, there's going to be some major Angel stack buzz, and I'm not like I love Calhoun. Don't you dare get me wrong, but I I know I'm going to hear the you can stack the Angels and get Scherzer plus another elite arm. Kyle Gibson's terrible. Like I already know this is coming. You can already feel it. Nobody's playing pull host at 4400. Oh, people will play him. Absolutely. Like if you play the st- like to play the stack. Right, now I'm gonna have to plug it in just for fun. Um, I plugged in the first three names. I don't know where to go after that. Let's play him. Valbuena is three K. I already plugged him in. Yeah. And oh my god, this might even be easier than I thought it was gonna be. What's Simmons's price? Oh my god, this might be easier than I thought. Hold on. Oh yeah, you can play Kershaw on Strasburg. No problem. No problem if you wanted to do that. All right. Fair enough. Um, Tampa at Seattle. Jake Odorizzi against Christian Bregman. Um, any interest here in these pitchers? Eight and a half total, kind of a pick game. What's up with the Christian Bergman just being good? You got Sheldon against Washington. Okay, fine. But the problem, like, the problem everywhere is, else. Uh, hold on. Let me pull up his game log because as he faced teams with a bunch of lefties, well, he did. He gave up 10 runs in four innings when he did. Yeah, like Boston doesn't have a bunch of lefties. Texas does. Texas is – yes, yeah. I agree with you. They have a bunch of lefties, but, like, that team just disappears. Like Toronto, they're, they're, both of those teams. Yeah. I hate him in this spot. I like the Tampa lefties here. I do too. I just was just kind of barely there a little bit. Doesn't it kind of feel like Chad Cool 2.0? Like, Yeah. Oh, my God. You can't – Corey Dickerson. You can't pay that price. Is he like five and five now or something? Higher, <laughs> nice. higher, five point three. He's twice the price of Calhoun. <laughs> He's out Fuego, Steven Stuza. Like these guys are so. You're not paying these prices. There's no way. All right, so okay, really quick. We talked about we talked about being contrarian with two middle tier pitchers. You could go two middle tier pitchers in the oh, Tampa stack. Why? Why? No, you got to give yourself more upside than that. Like if you're gonna do that, just play the stack on Fanduel for goodness sake. Yeah, they are really cheap on Fanduel still. Are they? I I just know they have to be cheaper than that. 
Well, they have been all week. I don't. Fanduel takes a month to raise prices. So I'm guessing they're still. All no, they actually raised the prices, but that's still way better. Like I would much rather pay 4,300 for Corey Dickerson on Fanduel, at 3,900 for for Sousa than I would 5,100 and 5,300 or whatever outrageous number they want. I'm not paying that price. Like so be it. Like if I get burned by this, just okay. I get burned by this. Like, sure. I, yeah, I get that. Like the price is just insane. I want I want a stud pitcher on this slate, so there's just no way like I'm paying those prices. God, the prices are insane. <laughs> it's oh. insane. Like their team total is is uh. Let's just scroll down here. It's four point three. Like the Angels have a four point five, and they're literally half the price across the board. It's... Literally half the price. So if you plug in Morrison, Longoria, Dickerson, Souza, Kiermaier, you have five thousand dollars per player. <laughs> I don't even think you can go to. Uh, so say you go, say you go Fulmer and Pineda, you still only get twenty nine hundred per player. <laughs> like, and you're using your outfield spot, so you can't like use Calhoun. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be kind of impossible to stack them. But um, I'm gonna find a way to do it. Um. What about Seattle? Anything like you like here against Oda Rizzi? Kind of a reverse splits guy. Nelson yeah. Cruz is the guy yeah. that I cannot play you right can't now. Play him. Can't yeah. play him. Yeah. Two days in a row. Just sit him. Like give him a couple days off. Like if he's that hurt that you got to keep pulling him out of games. Like he's a DH. Like he's not playing the field. Like sit him. Yeah. You look at it, they don't really have like I guess Gene Segura one off. Isn't Jake Odorizzi bad at holding on runners? Or he's really good or really bad? I can't remember. I have to look. I don't remember which way it is. I know it's one or the other, but I don't remember which way it is. All right. Colorado at San Diego. Marquis against Clayton Richard. I've been kind of guessing this whole time that one of these pitchers is one of your favorite guys on the slate. Can you guess which one? I want to say it's Marquis. It's Marquis. I was going love, love me some Marquis here. Yeah, because like I, when I was looking at his stats before we got started, like you know, he would have been the one guy that I would have picked out of the two. Yeah, I, I love this spot for him. Uh, it's a pretty much a lock button spot for me on DraftKings. Um, Padres just strike out a ton, big ballpark bump. Um, I love everything about him. Um, you know, it's a small, s- small, small sample size, but extremely good on the road. Really bad at home this year. He struggles against lefties. Lefties are guys are, are the concern there. And he's just not saying he's not going to face many. Unless they go like Spannenberg. Oh, so be it. Like, I'm not, I'm not, like, if they go Spannenberg, like, Ibar, so be it. Like, if I lose to those lefties, so be it. There's a difference between bad against lefties and bad against really bad lefties. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I just, there's so much strikeout upside there. Hopefully they draw a good umpire. And I, I he's 9K on Fandle. So, like, it, it's just a lock and load for me on DraftKings. I'm not going to think twice about it. 72. Yeah, I like that price a lot. Pretty, pretty easy to fit him and Strasburg in there. Yeah, and if you go mid-tier, mid-tier, he's just, he gives you kind of some mid, some real upside there. I, I love this spot a lot for him. I really do. Clayton Richard, any interest here? All depends on the umpire. It all depends on the umpire. Like, I, I've just stopped, I've stopped like trying to do research on Clayton Richard. I just go, I just wait to see what the umpire is and how low is his strike zone. Fair enough. That's it. It's all you have to do. If the guy's a low strike zone, he's perfectly viable. If he doesn't, he's not. If he doesn't, you're looking at Arenado and Mark Reynolds and Ian Desmond, Trevor Story. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's as easy as that. Um, San Diego, I don't mind a Ryan Schiff one-off. Um, but outside of that, I don't think I'm playing. Like Schiff, uh, is he up to 15 home runs now, batting like 150? I know it's not that bad, but I, I know it's kind of bad. Uh, the ship average? Yeah. Is it one fifty? One seventy seven. I think he got it up a little bit. Oh, one sixty eight. Fourteen home runs. <laughs> he hits it, it goes out of the park. And what a, those are the perfect guys. I was so this. happy I got that home run against Joe Ross. His six fifty ISO versus sinkers and just mashed one out in the first inning. Fair enough. It was amazing. I was just like, thank you, Stackcast. Like, see you you show you actually are worth your weight. Sometimes. Sometimes. Oh, man. All right. Let's see. We're going to play draft, draft, and then we'll play some home run derby. I know you sent me a draft here. Let's see who gets the first pick. pick overall again because it's how it works. Pick. 
Oh, it says you have first pick. Calhoun just hit another home run, by the way. Shut up! Yeah, he did. I promise. <laughs> oh, he just changed the whole slate. Two home run game. You got One day early! <laughs> you got first pick, CJ. And oh, he's going to be God, like... Are you kidding me? He's going to be 30% owned now. Oh, Calhoun hit two home runs yesterday. He's 2,700. That's You're going to hit Oh, that. my God. That's such... Oh, he gets two home runs. Just, are you kidding me? Oh. We should we should send troll tweets tomorrow. People are going to play Calhoun, and he has only five home runs or six... Seven home runs on the season and two of them yesterday. Yada, yada, yada. And our listeners will know that we like Calhoun, and we're just trolling. Oh, man, that, that would be fun. You always take my tweets seriously. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I know. Oh, but you guys per- loved him on the podcast. Yeah. All right, you got first, first pick today, so no. I know. I'm kind of side. No, um, no complaining about not having first pick ever. Yeah, it's on a date with us, like four studs, like three studs, and you get two of them. Like it's just my luck. I have not taken two pictures of my first pick. Well, I hope so. No. I hope. I hope so. Yeah. Oh, that's what I want. Kershaw, Strasburg. Well, you're kind of picking for both of us. I know. Uh, and what is the what is, what is a complete jinx of this guy? All right, Strasburg it is. Giving me Kershaw number two here. I'm gonna regret that in like 24 hours, but um, and of course, field. We got everything in play here. Everything is in play. Uh, I hate myself. I really. No, hate I know myself. who you're gonna pick. <laughs> yep. I knew that's where you were going. Kind of oh, have to, right? I like Fultonevich is so bad against lefties. Like, you know what? Actually, CJ, I might just take hitters here. I'll, I'll let's. I'll try to bait Stevie and take him that guy. Let's take Mookie. I'm not taking a pitcher until I have to. Well, There's too many pitchers in the slate. Uh, let's see, and then I. After that, I'm going to take a guy that you're not going to like, but I'm taking my boy. Why would I like that against the lefty? I, take it, I took Mookie and Stan against Patrick Corbin. Like Corbin's going to get shelled. Anytime you can take Stan against the lefty, I'm in. Corbin's going to get shelled. All right, seeing that I can't play this guy because his price is ridiculous. <laughs> Lock up that Corey Dickerson exposure on draft. Um, and I'm going to stick to the Cincinnati game. Love Matt Kemp in this spot. God dang it. I was kind of just hoping he would sleep through. Dang it. Good pick. Good pick. God, I almost took him over Stanton, too. Damn it. I thought he could sneak I probably would have taken Stanton for what it's worth. I know. I, yeah, he was more likely the one to sneak by, I think. Ah, uh, dang it. All right, well, let me take Pineda. I don't think I have a choice here. As much as I like Marquis, I, you got to take Pineda over him. Um... And then I got to take another bat. Let's see. I got exposure to Boston and Miami. And what's the highest total on the board I don't have exposure to? Um, I could take Calhoun here for massive laughs. Um, not going to do that, but I want to. Um, Tigers are dead to me. I don't have any Reds exposure. I could go Shebler. Oh, I could take Billy Hamilton. Oh, <laughs> You know what? I think that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, I think I'm going to take Billy Hamilton. Let's do that. Oh, which pitcher is going to give me 10 points? <laughs> You're taking Marquee. Come on. Stop it. I'm not. Oh, yes, you are. No. I'm taking a pitcher that's going to give me 10 points. <laughs> wow. Stevie lets me right back into the draft with that pick. Let's me right back into the draft. I got a little bit of a cushion. A pitcher at Texas. Pitcher at Texas. It's good. It's safe. Like those are the words that you're just gonna come back and go to and be like, "What was I thinking?" All right, let's play some home run derby and then we're gonna get out of here. I had to record a NASCAR video. You got to play some MLB the show. I don't know what you're doing. I just it sounded good. That, that's probably what I'm gonna do. Five right. All right, well, I'll let you bat lead off here. I don't know whose turn it is, so I'll just go. You can go first. Matt Kemp. Nice hedge life. Um, I wanted Kemp in the draft. 
You're not going to let me have it. Just use the damn veto. No, I'm going to let you have it just because I don't want you to have the next guy because you got him in the draft and I want him now. Stanton. Nope. All right. I'm going to go. I'll go Vado. Okay. And that dude. Brandon Phillips? That dude. I was actually going to take him. Is that bad? Oh, man. I'm, I'm, I'm putting my staple down. I never uh, liked this guy for what it's worth. Over four with four strikeouts. Incoming. 100% coming. Incoming. Um, here it comes. I'm going to kind of go off the board a little bit here, and I'm going to take Aaron Hicks. You going to let me have it or not? I'm going to let you have it. Steve is legitimately thinking about not letting me have it. Like, I think he's there. more likely to get like – a few doubles instead of a home run, but I, I love Aaron Hicks today. Just let it be clear. Such a great power park too for him. Yes. That spot. Um, all right. I can go a little chalky with this last one here. If I want to, let's take, let's give myself a late night sweat here. Let's go with Valbuena. I should oh. let you have Hicks. Would you say should, you shouldn't let me have Hicks? Shouldn't have let you have chicks. I'm gonna go Trumbo with my last one. All right, fair enough. Trumbo probably should have been number one. You you like you you like you some Trumbo tomorrow. Yeah, I like Baltimore. Like if Baltimore scores a bunch of runs, I'm gonna win some money. Yeah, I don't hate that spot at all. It's, you know, Porcello's just like I think like even his barrels are like second or third or top three barrels allowed this season too. Like you just. Something's wrong with Porcello. And I, I doubt like any stat will like show us what's actually wrong. So those are my favorite kind of guys to pick on. But anyway, we're going to get out of here. Good luck in your contest. Um, we'll see you guys again on Monday. Bankroll management might not be the sexiest part of Daily Fantasy, but it's an important one. And that's why we've launched the DFS Analyzer. DFS Analyzer will help you easily track your results and then use them to your advantage. Just upload your contest history, and in seconds, DFS Analyzer will show you winnings, ROI, records by sport, contest type, and more. Don't just view your results, analyze them and gain an edge. Try our free DFS Analyzer tool, become a smarter, more process-oriented, hopefully more profitable DFS player. Hey, if you like free stuff, you're going to like Tim's Rewards by Tim Hortons. You can earn free food or drinks after every seven purchases. Cool. How do I win? Um, it's not a contest. You just use your Tim's Rewards card, and after seven purchases, you score a free coffee, tea, or baked good. Whoa, so I've got a pretty good chance of winning. Well, actually, you've got a 100% chance of winning. Those are great odds. <laughs> they sure are. Free coffee and more with Tim's Rewards. It's Tim Hortons' way of saying thanks. Valid only at participating restaurants. Please visit restaurant or timhortons.com slash rewards for full program details. Mommy, let's read another. Every child needs to read, but 60% of U.S. children in poverty don't have a children's book in their home. This summer, you and your kids can help change that with Save the Children's 100 Days of Reading Challenge. See how at savethechildren.org read. Once upon a time, a little girl wanted to become an animal doctor. Save the Children. Changing a life lasts a lifetime.